That's right, everybody. This is the DYM Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Andy Coolbreeze Fiore. Along with me, as always, Sean Dutch Donnelly. Happy December, everybody. We made it to the winter, everybody. We're we're in the middle of contagion, and we made it to the the (laughs) winter. We made it to the winter scenes in contagion, which might be one of the most depressing things ever in a movie. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that, like right, right when everybody was home at the very beginning of quarantine, Contagion was like the number one downloaded streamed movie. And I'm like, what are you psychos <laughs> doing? We're living this. People are sick fucks. That's what it ends up happening. Like people I are out of their minds. In that reality, I'm living this. I don't need any more. Just, oh, God. And it's so, I, fun- uh, it's so funny because I think, I think Contagion, which is so realistic and is so like, What's yeah. basically happening now? Uh, it's funny because you can tell how sad humanity is getting based off how more realistic our outbreak movies get. Like, because <laughs> in the '90s things were going great, right? You had Clinton as president; people were making money. I was, I was, I was a teenager. I was in early oh, '20s and yeah. a teenager. And uh, played saxophone. He was yeah. tool, everything was smooth sailing. <laughs> He was on MTV, chucking and driving. It was great. Exactly, and then so and you had outbreak, which was kind of like, and it was like not that bad of a situation. It was an outbreak, but it wasn't so so bad. It was kind of a, it was like a, you know, contained to one town, and it was a monkey with this kind of fun. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like the monkey from Friends was the cause of outbreak. (laughs) (laughs) What was the monkey's name from Friends? I'm not admittedly not Marcel. It was Marcel. Marcel, that's right. And it would be, uh, wouldn't it be so funny if like in the in the outbreak universe that was the monkey that started like the, like he lived yeah. with the friends and they were the patient zeros of the <laughs> outbreak. <laughs> patient zero. <laughs> like like the episode is called the one with the patient zero. The one, the one with the, the pandemic. The one with the pandemic. It's just kind of a pandemic episode of Friends. <laughs> Well, I thought Russ we were is, on a break. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were on a break. <laughs> That'd be so amazing. But my point being is that, you know, and then you get to, I don't know, what was it, 2015, whenever Contagion came out. And yeah. it's like, and they're like, no, we're going to show you some real shit. Like, we're going to literally predict the future with our, uh, our, our bat droppings in a yeah. pig shit pig trough thing that that causes this whole uh this whole worldwide catastrophe right. and it's like so much more depressing that movie you know when did bats become just these uh, or has bats always been like this because apparently we knew about bats and how they're just virus carriers so we uh, did but they never encroached on our you know i think it was a rabies thing was the biggest thing that that batch right bats had was or was it one of those things that go? No one in their right mind would ever just eat bat soup. I mean, that's never going to happen. So, 
Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I think, you know what it is? We're becoming more of a global community, Andy. And when, yeah. you, when you stop being localized and you have your own, your own um, culture and, and, and then when you, when you're branching out, you might right. find some, some, some exotic That's stuff true. going on, you know? I, I didn't think it was the, the Wuhan, but I was like, you know how we've popularized eating assholes in the yeah. last five years? <laughs> you think that has anything to do with germs and viruses and stuff? Anybody <laughs> under 30 is like, you got to eat ass, bro. And I'm like, I don't yeah. know. I guess if that's what the kids are doing, but sure. It seems it, like a cesspool down there. It's like, why don't you have your doctor write me a note and I'll start eating ass. How about that? Why don't you <laughs> yeah. tell me that you don't have all sorts why of shit? Yeah. Why don't you have Dr. Takashi 69 write me a note? How bad is it? I'm, uh, how old are we? I'm struggling to come up with a millennial pop culture reference. You did a pretty good job though, because he's oh, only that was like, a good okay okay cool. Yeah, Takashi six nine's only for the past couple of years, but All apparently right. oh, I didn't know this. I thought he was going to be some big thing. He's already fallen off. He's already this is a guy. Well, you know what? That's another thing about Takashi six nine. That, no patience, these kids. They have no patience. There's no attention span anymore. And I have ADD. No patience for Doctor yeah. Takashi. <laughs> oh hey, <laughs> that's that's really showing your age with the the dad jokes. <laughs> Wow, what a, what a, what a crossroads you're at! You're that's you're old enough where you're making dad jokes, but about really relevant shit. So you're making. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got it all. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, the point being is that uh, Takashi Six Nine. You, you know how sad it is. When it's really sad if like if you get like he has a ton of face tattoos, right? Like he has. Yeah. So he got all those face tattoos, and then if now then if you go into obscurity. Like, uh, kind of sucks for you. Like, it's kind of like, like you blew your shot there. Everything's done, and now you're just like a, a schmuck with face tattoos that used to be well known. Never mind you know? obscurity, just aging in general too. It's like, yeah, yeah I, and you, we both have tattoos. I regret a few of them. Like, if I started over, I might not get any, or maybe one or two that really meant something to me. Yeah, but like I got a bunch of bullshit on my arms where I'm like, you dope. <laughs> Never mind your face. Like I can wear a long sleeve T-shirt, cover him up. Yeah, this guy can't take his license photo without, you know, he's got a spider and a whatever. Well, that was one of the old man moments I had that I'm like in my 40s. And then when 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 face tattoos just became a thing, and like even it really face, did. There's tons of rappers that have face tattoos and people nobody that that was never a story, like never. Nobody blinked an eye at these. Guys. And I was like, are we not talking about these face tattoos? Like, are we not, isn't that the issue here? Like, or what, it's you know, crazy. Yeah, crazy yeah, yeah, to yeah. me. It's batshit. It's batshit. Hey. Full circle, baby. Full circle. It's nutty. It is a nutty time, a nutty year, and we're almost at the end of it. One more uh, yeah. month to go, man. Not even. Jeez, isn't it so weird? I think years already go fast, but can you believe how fast this went, even with the pandemic? I feel like the first three months of the pandemic yeah. went really, really, really slow. Right. And then now we're just like out of nowhere. We're just like almost done with this thing. December. I, it felt like July yesterday, like 4th of July. Felt like a, a week ago. I know, I know. It's crazy. It's it's yeah. so crazy. Uh, oh my goodness gracious! Yeah, dude. I um yeah. So I that's that, I feel old all the time with that shit. I feel fucking you know like an asshole all yeah, the time. Yeah. I, you know what it is? Because I also feel I think because of how our lives are, mm -hmm. like because we're in because we're technically in show business. Um, yeah, we, we're on the fringe. <laughs> we're on the fringe. Uh, 
I think what happens is you're like, oh, you're, we're exposed. Like if we were married with kids, we wouldn't know about Takashi 69 and we'd be totally contented in not knowing about it. We'd be mm. like, hey, I have to worry about my mortgage and like a, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like we'd have like these adult responsibilities, but because we're like, hey, we're in comedy, we know, and everybody in comedy is like younger, like, like, you know, so it's like, we know about all this. Like I know what's happening on Twitter because of being in show business. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not sure if I'm like, I'm like, I don't know what's worse. I'm like, I don't know what I'm like. I'm kind of like, yeah, I think I'm done with. I, I kind of wish I had blissful ignorance on some of this bullshit, you know? Me too. Me too. I went, uh, uh, I was at home in New Jersey for Thanksgiving and uh, I went over my, my buddy Steve's house and he was so happy just to drink a few beers with someone that wasn't his wife or children <laughs> i mean he was just like he, it, like he took a deep breath he was like this this is good man i i needed to sit and drink with a buddy it was just me and him and we were just like listening to music he was like, i really needed this and i was like wow dude i don't know if i could have a family <laughs> well yeah you, but you end up appreciating simple things like that you know sure sure his yeah his little one is like her, we call him Hurricane Harry because this kid is like he only listens to his dad. It's like hilarious how he's already three years old. Yeah. And he just does not listen to his mom. <laughs> he just like has zero respect. It's kind of like she could say anything. He'll be like, no, nah, don't fuck you, bitch. I don't know what you're talking You know, Jesus. Yeah, it's crazy. So he's got to do like all this uh disciplining and he's like i don't want to be that guy that's not me but he's the only one like if he gets loud that his kid will listen to and i'm like i couldn't do that man i don't think I, maybe it would change if i was put in that position but yeah i, I the night ended i ran i walked out of there and i was just like Whew. it was like a God. lot <laughs> it was a relief for me it was it a lot was, how many kids does he have just two, and the one that you know, the one's uh, older is a very is a sweetheart, going to be a very smart kid. You ever meet a, like a little kid? You're like, yeah, this one's fucking smarter than I am. She, you can, she's got, she's like quick witted and just knows like vocabulary words. And you're like, this is going to be a smart child. There's a comic we both, I think we both know. You know, do you know Raquel Diapiste? Do you know who that is? Yes. Okay. She, I don't know if she does stand up anymore, but she's hilarious. Hilarious writer. She's written, she's done a bunch of story shows. And then she used to do stand up more than she does now, but she has two kids. And one of them is real tiny, but they're both, her and her husband are very smart people. Yeah. And the, her son, who's like seven, she'll write, like, you know how people, parents, it's so funny because parents will write these things that their kids do on Facebook. And it's very cute usually. But she'll write it, and I'm like, this kid is brilliant. Like this kid is brilliant. <laughs> She's right. I'm like, this kid's smarter than me by far. Yeah. Like this kid's a yeah. genius because he'll he'll use these these phrases or these words or these just have these um these angles on, on like on society or on the on, on situations that I'm like, that's brilliant. I'm like, you're thinking outside the box <laughs> the already. Yeah. Well, he's like oh. seven years old. He's like seven years old, <laughs> and he like, says these things like that, that. I'm like, oh my god, you're like um, amazing. Like I would just be blown away. Thanksgiving holiday, I find it to be pedantic and pedantic. <laughs> like, it can be pedantic. It can be pedantic. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, yeah, I hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Spend some time with family. Yeah, it was good, man. I just went to Long Island and we chilled out and um, 
I uh, we we ate, my my sister lived is back in in uh, on the East Coast, which is which is good. It's 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 in the New York group. She was in uh, Los Angeles for like fifteen years, so now she's back oh, with her son, wow. and, and they got a dog, and the dog is like like their it's kind of their house is hectic too because they yeah. have a son and they have a dog, so like it, the the dog is like and usually dogs like me. I am I, most dogs like it's me. True, you yeah. can't walk down the street with this guy. He'll say hi to every single dog. <laughs> That crosses his path. If you got to get anywhere on time, steer clear of the dogs because you'll never make it. I saw a dog today. I talked to her for like five minutes. You love saying that. I love that about you. (laughs) You're very good about it, too. You ask permission. You go, can I say hi? Yeah. Yeah. Usually people are like, yeah, that's fine. Well, I ask on purpose because honestly, especially in the city, you never know yeah, just what these dogs are going to be like. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, and also, you know, people can be weird. I've, I've had people be like, I got to go. And they're like, they pull the dog away from me. But uh, this dog <laughs> is named Trouble, and it's a very sweet Ooh, dog. Good dog and, name. Yeah, it was. It came with the name, and they got it when I was a year old, and uh, they just got it. And my nephew loves the dog, and it's what a really cute, What's it's a breed? Maltese, Maltese. It's a tiny I dog, one of these tiny. <laughs> I, I I don't mind Maltese. My grandmother had one, okay. and they're sweet dogs. They're just tiny, yappy dogs. Oh, those you know? little. Oh, okay. Oh, sure. I thought you were saying you don't like them. Oh, yeah. yeah I no, couldn't no. picture what they were. Now I got the little them. the little white dogs. And when they're when they're in the AKC uh, show, for some for, nobody ever grows their hair out if you have a normal a normal um, uh, Maltese. But for mm-hmm. some reason, the way their their hair is supposed to be is like this long straight hair that goes like the ground, and it's like this yeah. silky white. They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they looks like the guy who trained Uma Thurman from Kill Bill. That's what. Yeah. That's what Maltese looks like. Looks like Gandalf. <laughs> it looks like Gandalf. That's what they're <laughs> like. If you're like you, if you have a champion Maltese, that's what they look like. I guess right. Like they have these long. Um, what you call it? Just these long, these long locks of hair. It's like really, it's really uh, fancy looking. But um, w- but this dog, like most most normal families, they get haircuts on this on the, on those dogs. And yeah, this yeah. particular dog uh, does not uh, does not care for me that much. Like he'll, he's very trepidatious when it comes to me. Hold on, I'm gonna say this, Johnny. I, I don't care for that dog because that is a very rare thing when a dog doesn't like you. So I'm going to say the dog is in the wrong on this one. Thank you so much, my friend. That's a true pal right there. Yeah. Taking my side over the dogs. Well, I think I'm the same way. I have a great relationship with dogs. I think they have that innate sense in them. They could go, this guy's a good guy. He's going to pet me nice and give me treats and going to have make silly voices to me. Yes. And play with me. Yes. And I do that. And I think dogs know that. And maybe the word gets around. They go, hey, Fiori, he's a good hang, you know, and I think the same thing with you. Yes, absolutely. So I don't, I don't right. care for this. I don't care for the breed or its demeanor. How do you not like Sean? Come on. How do you not like the freaking Dutch? You know what I'm saying? How does anybody like, not like him? Like, come on, get on board with Dutch. Um, what <laughs> you, you call this? Seinfeld. <laughs> that was my first Seinfeld drop. How can anybody not like him? Oh my god, I totally didn't even get that. It's a Seinfeld. Yes, yeah, it's a Seinfeld. <laughs> um but was, but yeah how about how about yourself you want you you had some drinks with your friend and then had how some was drinks, he- got to hang with our uh a couple of our pals Seif and will sylvans and natalie cuomo and amanda gale a bunch of new york city people in uh the dojo in mars plains they did their show where you and i both co-headlined in uh september yeah it's a great place so, yeah really fun that was the owner's such a good fan and supporter of comedy uh, it was nice to just do a spot and because uh, it was a, a little bit of a hard Thanksgiving. It was the first one without our dad. Right. So 
kind of hard on my mom more than anybody else. And yeah, yeah, but we yeah. got through it. It was just my younger sister and myself. My nephews in North Carolina and my other sisters in Vermont, they're super spreaders. So who the hell knows? But uh, <laughs> The night before we went out, remember, we were talking. You had that good idea. You were like, go to Jersey and get your test. And I did that. Yeah. And I was able to go into a not a drive through, but they were like, you can wait in your car. We'll call you. And my wait before I went and saw my mom, who's 74, I didn't want to expose her or anything. Right. They go, it's about. Two and a half hours right now. Wow, jeez. It's not ideal, but I'll be fine. Uh, That's okay. So I'm sitting in there and I'm watching a movie on my phone. I go, this is the times we live in. I can do this. And uh, I started watching this movie, The Sisters Brothers. Have you seen it? Oh, I've been wanting to check this out for a while. It's not bad. It's okay. It was a, uh, I had to watch it in parts because I was on my phone and then I actually, I did a really sweet move. I was able to get my car inspected while I was waiting for my COVID test. How'd you pull that one off? So my car was supposed to be checked in October of uh, 2020. Right. it, it, It was expired. And the place in Randolph, New Jersey, where I went to get my test was just happened to be like 10 minutes down the road. From the inspections, I'm sitting there watching the movie in my car. I go, "Hey, I'm right near the inspection place, the DMV." So I rolled the dice and left the parking lot, and I went up and I got my uh, car inspected, got it good for another two years. I drive back as I'm pulling into the parking lot. I get a phone call. They go, "Mr. Fiore, we're ready for you now." I went, "Oh, it worked out perfectly." Isn't it great when shit like that works out? It really was an older dad moment. I'm like, "Oh, I love that." Yeah, you perfectly got a negative result, so that was good. Was able to go home, and uh, yeah, it was a good little Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. The um, and you watch Sister Brother. That's with um, John C. Riley and Joaquin Phoenix, and uh, it was good. I enjoyed it. It's a western. It's kind of just slice of life. Um, is it comedy? Is it comedy or no? Nah, not really. Okay, 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 okay. That's why I started watching it. It was under comedy thriller in hulu and i'm like all right i'll get some laughs it's john c Riley. yeah comedy it's not really comedy at all really no and it was good it don't you know take anything away from it like it had its lighter moments but they're very good together john c Riley underrated not maybe he is rated but maybe he's just not <laughs> maybe he just doesn't that's, get the credit that's a funny way to put actors it's like uh, I, I like that actor he's rated he's rated he's not underrated he's not overrated he's rated he's definitely not underrated because i mean maybe no, he's, he's just not appreciated enough is the way i should put it because he's fantastic he can do drama he can do comedy he's a really strong performer man yeah he's great he's really so great from any you know boogie nights to uh, uh magnolia like that's a that was a that's a hard role like the kind of uncool uh insecure guy that he played in magnolia yeah also you know at the I, top like that takes talent man you know what i think happened that, that's a hard role to play too because well the thing about john c Riley that i that what i always thought is i think why he might not why he might be underrated if he is is because his first few like big dramatic ones that made him famous, like the Boogie Nights role, is basically a commit. Is a commit. Yeah, Hard Day is good too. But 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 Boogie Nights is what he got known for. Sure. It's basically a comedic role. Like he's the he's like the jackass. You're right. Yeah. And yeah. also Magnolia, even it's like 
a darkly comedic role. Like it's sure, supposed sure. to be like the guy is supposed to be a little bit funny with how, how just completely blatantly oblivious he is and just not great at his job, but he means well. Like it's actually a really great character that cop from that movie because oh, it's great. I, I'm wonder, you wonder how many it like it gives you it gives you like an insight on the the trope of the asshole cop. Like it's like a really, really cool take on like, hey, even the asshole cop has this is what's going on in his life and that he has issues as well. Like normally yeah. these cops like I'm a hard ass, I'm pulling you over and I'm a hard ass. Like they basically got involved in what the background of the guy who just, the, in, who just pulls people over in a random movie is, yeah. you know what I'm saying? A like regular they, guy, right? Regular guy who, who the trying to put up that wall of being you know tougher than he is, whatever. So yeah. yeah. So he, and then, and then he's been in so many comedies that people are like, Oh, he, they probably think yeah. of him as like, he's comedic, you know, step brothers was on about 15 times over the Thanksgiving holiday. And it's just so good. <laughs> step brothers <laughs> is great. Step brothers. I've seen, I've probably seen the craziest look in his eyes. Dude, I lost it. It's like, <laughs> I find a new line to laugh at every time I watch it. <laughs> <laughs> um so you so you would recommend people to watch uh the, the the sister brothers um i have another movie that i'm saving for you for later in the conversation that Ooh. i'm gonna give my five star fiori's flick of the week to oh i would you make, making this one the homework give it a thumbs up i i wouldn't say it's my hard recommend of the week but i got another one for you that i love yeah there, there it is yeah yeah I don't know why. It's good. It like if you. I, I thought of you actually because you. I know you love westerns and stuff like that. I like westerns. Yeah, I it like. Was, uh, it was very Deadwoodish. You know what I mean? Which is yeah, a show I yeah. love. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was it was fine. Um. I think it didn't help that I watched it on my phone and then like in three separate sittings. You know, I didn't watch it all in one. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Maybe it would have been better if it was in one sitting and on it on the TV or whatever it is. Um. Yeah. I. I watch something um, that here's the thing. You ever do this where people tell you something's bad, but you still had this thing in your head. Like I wanted to see it. So I'm going to watch it anyway. Absolutely. That's the, uh, don't touch this plate. It's hot. And you immediately. Touch it. <laughs> that was on the other day. That Seinfeld was on the other day. <laughs> But I told you it was hot. She was. I wanted to understand what your meaning of hot was or whatever. <laughs> that's, that's so just, brilliant. The waitress just looks at her like, what? Also, that's a Larry David. That's Larry David. That's a, a Larry David line with it with that being told by Elaine. That's something yeah. he would do in Kirby Enthusiasm. hundred uh, percent. I want to see what your idea of hot was. Um, anyway, uh, so I did that where like people tell you, "Don't this movie sucks." I was told multiple Ooh. times, and I it went was. and I'm like, I'm like, maybe I'll dig it because I thought it was a. It looked like it was cool. Like these yeah, kind of so movies. I'm so excited to find out. Uh, you might have seen it, and you might have been the one one of the ones who told me not to see it. <laughs> uh, White Boy Rick. No, not me. I, uh, I haven't seen it. It's it's yeah. I I, I it know was, it. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. One thing I think we're both very similar in me and you is that you. Well, you even more so than I. I used to be way more how you are. You're a very old school TV watcher. So yeah. what I mean yeah. by that is you. You're a flipper. You love uh -huh. flipping, and uh -huh. you and you like that more than even like you know you like that than more than sitting down with a thing that you want to watch and just watching it all the way through. Like I think you'd rather just flip it right if you had your way. 
Um, when you watch TV, I like both. I like coming home after a long day at the office and flipping through and just seeing what's on. But uh, I do enjoy binging a show. Like I yeah, got okay, yeah. home. This was the cool thing about this is what I always love about like going or traveling or being on the road or like being away from your house for a holiday is I get back and because I still pay for cable and I haven't cut the cord yet, I still have DVR. I had an abundance of shows to come home and watch. Right, right, right. I had like four different things. And I was like, ooh, I'm going to sit down and watch them all. It's going to be great. Yeah, that's always a great feeling. So a a line or something that you are binging. You're like, I'm not even halfway done with this yet. This is fantastic. Um, But no, you're right. On a Saturday afternoon, I'll just sit there and I'll watch 10 minutes of a college football game. And then I'll watch four minutes of a family guy. And then I'll flip on a Simpsons and I'll always in sunny. Yeah, yeah, I do. I'm a big flipper. See, I've done that less over time because I've whatever. Like I, I when I when I had cable, I was doing that more. But I found like I was slowing down with it. I think I used to flip a ton, a ton, a ton when when like cable was the only thing. And yeah. the more that streaming came into play, I've been like, oh, I'll watch this and then go back to one or two things, not just yeah. go crazy. Anyway, that's so, why men hunt and women nest. <laughs> so, um, I I have YouTube TV now, which is like YouTube's version of cable. Right. And I'm trying to get you to uh, to come into the fold with it because then if, if we share the thing, they give you six different logins for it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so if you wanted to team up with me, like we would, if, if it was just two of us doing it, it'd be 30 a piece and you get rid of your cable, but I don't think you'll yeah. do it. But anyway, it. yeah, exactly. So anyway, and you can DVR <laughs> and all that. You can record stuff and all anything you want. Anyway, um, I, so I have YouTube TV, so it does this thing where you can kind of flip. You can go down the line and flip, but it's a little bit harder. But the, what 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 they really do is they go, oh, you go to the home section and it tell it gives you a lineup of, of stuff that's on or stuff that's like on demand from these channels that mm-hmm. you can just pop on and start. So White Boy Rick popped up and I'm like, oh, I wanted to check that out. And it's right here on my YouTube TV. Like I'm such a TV watcher. I think we come from the same generation of like, I don't mind when it's a commercial. If it's a movie that I want to watch and there's commercials in it. I kind of like it better in a way sometimes when it's like one of these things that I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm not like, I'm not like a thing where I'm like, Oh my God, this, I have to watch this piece of art, this movie. Like if it's not some Paul Thomas Anderson thing where I'm like, I'm going to the theater to watch this and be, com- and, com- and completely um, be in the zone with, if it's something mm. like white boy Rick that I heard suck, but I want to check out. I don't mind the fact that there's like 30 second commercials every 10 minutes in the, in the thing on the YouTube TV, because it's like, it kind of the same way. I like watching Seinfeld with commercials. I just, mm-hmm. because I'm used to it. I, I'm like used to that, that interesting, that, uh, cadence, that cadence of the show. Yeah. No, I, so I hate beat. it all. When, all the DVR came wrong, it came wrong, came along. It ruined me for commercials. Oh, watching commercials. See, I don't mind it, but so I watched oh. my white boy Rick because they, I guess I have the Fox move, the FX movie channel, whatever it is. Yeah. And I knew I heard that it sucked and it, yeah, it, it it's definitely not, it's not great. It's not all right. It, good to know because that might have been a thing I would have been checked in the out. Checked out, but it was. Yeah, I, I, I uh, it midway through. I tried to get into it. I th- I thought it was going to be way different than it was. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's a it's when you okay, there's a thing that happens in Hollywood when these actors when they're trying to act like oh. white trash or they're trying to act like they're from, from right. a, a po- poverty stricken area. They really lay it on thick. Like they really and that that happened. Here it comes. Yeah, white boy, right? Yeah, yeah and it's actually kind of like it, it's kind of misleading the poster. Like it's weird. Like his dad's kind of an adjacent character, and I probably I only saw half of it, but it's like 
it's not great. It's not a great. All right. Yeah, it's, Good to yeah. know. It's um, funny you bring up uh, Hollywood because for whatever reason, I was sitting around Thanksgiving on my phone. Um, and I, you ever just get in one of those internet wormholes where you go, I just latched onto an idea and I'm going to see this through. Yes. You mean, I, you mean maybe like a YouTube one or you mean like a Google? No, this stuff? was a, I was doing research for whatever reason. I think I probably saw a progressive commercial with flow in it. And, and you, I saw, wanted, you saw the JFK assassination. Yes. I, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't act alone. <laughs> I wanted to know how much flow from progressive was worth. I go, she's been doing these things for like 15 years and she's worth like $8 million, but yes. she's not the highest grossing commercial actor of all time. Do you know who is the highest grossing commercial actor of all time? She's number She's three. Hmm. Can you give me the top two? There's two ahead of her. I'm going to made the most on one campaign. I should put it like that. That might help you out. <laughs> okay. And it, I'm going to guess it's from back in the day. Uh, not necessarily. I was going to say, and this is so old. Well, but- I mean, obviously longevity has, that's where you're making the big bucks. Um, I I would say the Jolly Green Giant. Is that is that? That's oh, a fictional he's a cartoon. Character. Oh, he's a cartoon. Okay. Um, I thought he was a real. I thought he was no, like the. Uh, no, like, I know. I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you number two. No, no, no. I'd say, I, I have a guess for, but I'm probably wrong about this. Rosie the Bounty Lady. Is that one of them? No, because that's too I old. Think right? They were making the money that they weren't making the money back then. Okay. So, yeah. It, yeah. Don't go back too far. Okay, just, so, you want me to give you number two, and I'll let you, you can kind of guess number one. Was it the, the the guy who played the most interesting man in the world for Dusakis? Number one. That's number one. Yeah. <laughs> he is worth like ten million bucks just on that alone. Jesus. Now I wonder if the that reason is is because it's an alcohol brand. I don't know. I wonder I mean, if after a while he got a better deal because they had more money to play with. I feel like more. So all of the ones. But that insurance were, companies have tons of cash. Yeah, it was all, and it's just been the same. Uh, yeah, and then they changed them. They got rid of them. Yeah, yeah. Man, what a dream that guy is. On, right, a campaign that's been on for a very for years, like flow. Um, <clears throat> number two is can you hear me now, guy? Uh, highest paid of all time. Second, yeah. I mean, second highest paid, and this motherfucker went to Sprint after that. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's cold blooded. Cold blooded. So, cold blooded. So here's what <laughs> was so funny. For some reason, I got, I was reading on the "Can You Hear Me Now" guide. He was like, "Yeah, it's nice to have um, financial uh, support and not have to worry about money." At a young age, he goes, but then I'm known for this for the rest of my life. Yeah, you know what? He goes, I hit my peak. So well, listen, he goes, it had a downside. He goes, and this is the funniest thing I ever heard in my life. He goes, I was at my grandmother's funeral. And as she was getting, <laughs> she was getting lowered into the like ground. Great. I heard someone whisper, can you hear me now? <laughs> <laughs> I, that's the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Can you hear me now? <laughs> I go, what comedic genius was that? That guy's grandma's funeral. Can you hear go, me now? <laughs> it's dead grandma. 
Dude, I was in tears thinking about that. And also, what a what an asshole you are that you didn't die laughing when that like exactly. how, how do you not have a sense of humor about yourself? Uh, you made ten million for ten million bucks. You could come to my grandma's funeral and, and fuck her right there for ten million. <laughs> Jesus bucks. Christ! Yeah, well, Dude, that was that was quite the jump right there for ten million. For, no, for no, even I wouldn't do that for ten million. Even I gotta be honest. I gotta be like, I don't. Well, you I don't, don't have to. That's something you want to talk about. Something staying with you. And that's <laughs> you know, being typecast is one thing. Having the vision of some random dude fucking your dead grandma at the funeral. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I would, I would say no to ten million to not have that for my rest of my life. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, I reading that, and I laugh. My mom was like, "What are you laughing so hard about?" I couldn't tell her. I couldn't tell her. I was like, some genius of comedy. Also, it's like. It, 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 oh, the point of that also part of that story is like fuck you shut oh, up yeah baby the downside also it, it doesn't fit into it isn't so then you go and you do another campaign with the same thing if you really cared about it that much well you, I, I, I always thought that verizon just didn't want to bring him back they were like i'm sure they gone. didn't but he and yeah i'm sure print yeah but sprint picked it up but he but he it's the same character same guy <laughs> And it's like, well, if you really were worried about it. So what happened was this guy, he went to acting school and he went, I'm going to be this big time actor. And that's yep. what paid off for him. And then he had enough ego at that point to go, yeah, but I can't do what I really want to do. It's like, sure you can grow a beard with like, like you, yeah, know, you know what I'm totally. saying? Like do whatever you want. Do it while you're on your yacht. Just do that. You idiot. Yeah. I hate that. That, that Talk about ungrateful. Just a, it's like, exactly. And you know of- what? Typecast is one thing. Like it happens when you're talking about it in the world of like acting. But when it comes to commercial acting, and that happens for you, and you're doing that for X amount of years, it's like just accept your fate and enjoy the freaking spoils. Absolutely. And if you really want to, if you have all this money, fund your, make your own movie. Yeah. You know, make an independent film. You don't necessarily, you can do whatever you want. Make, Make your own movie called My Dead Grandma Who Talks to Me from the Grave. God, well, you know, that made me laugh so that's hard. Dude. So hard. That's so funny. Did I tell you? Uh, I you know, did I ever tell you? Well, my you know, my dad also passed away a long time ago. I think I told you. It kind of is along the lines of what what happened with that. It's a little bit different. My dad was funny. He was a funny guy. And yeah, yeah. So if, if you go, if people who know what wakes are, when you go to wakes, people never know what to say. Do people not know what a wake is. I think most people. Is that do, just yeah. a Catholic thing? It's a Catholic thing. Yeah. But yeah, because so, Jews yeah. Jews sit shit. They, they bury. They have the, they have the right idea. They bury the body before they don't make their friends subjected to being in a room right. with a dead body. Yeah. Anyway, so um, but people don't know what to say. Like it really brings out the awkwardness in people. Oh, so a lot sure. of the time, people will go up to the casket and they'll see the family and go, "Oh, it, 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 he looks just like him. It looks just like the dead body." <laughs> yeah. Because people looks are expecting, like you know, that body to look like I don't know a monster or something, and they go, "Oh, it looks, it looks, it, it's him. It looks just like him, right?" Yeah. So my dad, honest to God, asked my mom when he dies to please put a sign next to the casket that says, "Don't I look like myself?" That's hilarious. <laughs> but my mom would not do it because. She didn't do it because she didn't want people walking up to the casket and laughing and then walking away. Like she thought oh, it would look that's... awful. Yeah. Yeah. But I, it's I, pretty I, funny. It's really funny. Yeah. There's a, uh, what that, whatever the famous Hollywood um, cemetery is, there's a bunch of famous celebrity gravestones and a lot of them are really funny. Mush, maybe you can like look it up. Um, 
like I think Merv Griffin, maybe I might have been Merv Griffin. Some talk show host who was like, "We'll be, we'll be right back after these messages." Was like their epigraph. Oh, that's so epigraph, great. Whatever isn't, it was. isn't Mel Blank? Wasn't his? And that's all, folks, or something? Yeah, yeah exactly. That's all. You know. <laughs> it's like that's fucking cool, man. That's what you got to do at that point. Yeah, it. it's like you know why anytime anybody visiting your grave will be like, it will get, it will make you feel good to see that. In a sad situation, you know what I mean. Absolutely, yeah. Merv Griffin. I will not be right back after this message. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. That's so funny. That would have been. A- <laughs> That's super funny. And it's yeah, like how do you not? You're walking past that, and how you not die laughing? That's it's also one of those things. Like you, it's funny you said that about um the story with the the. <laughs> Can you hear me now, guy? And then you were like, <laughs> I was laughing so hard I couldn't even tell my mom why I was laughing. <laughs> I you like that's the best thing ever where something random just hits you at the right time and makes you laugh so hard. There yeah. was a hold on, hold on. I gotta send it to you so because I want to see how you laugh. I want to see if you laugh at this as hard as I did. Well, Shoot, I got another one. I saw another one. <laughs> uh, maybe it's the same thing. How funny would this be? You give me like a hint as to what it is. It's. It's it's a famous actor and his son okay. walking down the street. Because I'm going to email Mush something uh, for him to put on. Because this made me Hold laugh. On. I want to do the same uh, thing here. No, um, it's different. What'd you say? It's different. Oh, it's different. Yeah. I I'm I trying to figure out where I can find oh, <laughs> where I can find this picture so I can show you. But yeah, what, but like it's one. It was one of these situations, just like you said, where it's like. Last night it was like midnight. I saw I randomly Reddit a Reddit uh one of those like Reddit um alerts came up and I hit the link and right away this picture came up and I I couldn't stop laughing for ten minutes straight. Like for ten minutes, I was okay. laughing like an idiot on my couch in my in my apartment. And I so want to get the picture. <laughs> I can probably just Google it and then send it to you. Um, did you send him that yours? I sent mushy mine. <laughs> How great is this? This is what people do now with dead bodies. This guy could not. That's a dead person. Wait, hold on. I can't see it. Hold on. Oh, shoot. I just so, like an idiot. This is dead man banned <laughs> from his own. <laughs> dead man banned from his own funeral after family brought him to church without a coffin. <laughs> not only is he without a coffin, he's fully propped up in a chair. And, you know, dressed to the nines. He's got his shades on. But, dude, I then went down another rabbit hole. People do this. Largely in the black community, I think. They, like, prop the dead bodies up in, like, their what their favorite thing to do was. I saw one guy in, like, a boxing ring. I'm like, this is insane. It's human taxidermy. That's it's just it's, it's just, literally <laughs> human taxidermy. That's what it is. Oh my god! Wait, what is this? <laughs> what is this? And that's just her with a beer. Is that like an old lady with a beer at a table? Is that what that is? <laughs> yeah, it's like oh my god, that's so pancake cool. on. But it's like, well, she loved her bush light. <laughs> Look at how. Hold on, I'm gonna try yeah, to like find. embalm, dude. It looks weird. <laughs> but the thing about it is, is okay. So let me ask you this: how much, how much different is that from like just the only difference is you don't have them in a coffin. You know what I'm saying? 
Well, I get the, not the only difference. They've got them doing like activities, you know, uh, she got Sharon playing Mahjong here when she, sh you know, I don't know how <laughs> hygienic this is. <laughs> Hold on. I'm trying to find this thing. Um, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> this is not Don't dead bodies. Too much. No, I know. I shouldn't do it. Hold on. I want to do. Can I just take a picture? Shoot. Hold on. Send the link to Mush and he'll. All right. Because that way everybody else can see it. Oh, you can I'm going to. Yeah. I'm going to. I'm going to. What can I. How can I get it to you, Mush? I'll put the you link in the, the link. private chat. Oh, put the link oh, in the private, private chat. chat. Oh, yeah. Per, great idea. Sorry that I'm like, we're doing all these things. Um, Hold on. Here we go. Link in the private chat. Maybe we can edit some of this dead air. What is that? That's the guy in the boxing ring. Oh my god! Yeah, Watch, hold, hold on. on. I'll, I'll send you. I I found the third. I just put the picture in the in the chat. Watch this, Andy. I want to see. On. This is not a dead body. This is what the picture I was telling you that made me laugh so hard last night. Okay. Uh, and and was, let's go I, to the videotape. It was like it was midnight. I was like already tired. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that you posted this. <laughs> This could not be more insane. <laughs> now we're on the podcast, so it's it's Nicholas Cage in an outfit that I could say is either from a Charles Dickens novel yeah. or is from uh or is is literally like like it's like a goth Willy Wonka it's outfit. Like it's, it's it's just a Willy Wonka. He has these like blue blocker glass like rose colored glasses on, uh, like a, like a, a Willy Wonka hat, a fur okay. jacket. Uh, uh, he has a, a cane, and then he's holding his son. Who is wearing like it looks like uh, this is such an old reference. Nick from Family Ties. He has like a, a leather jacket, or I say this is not a leather jacket, camo jacket. But his son, whatever, like, 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 his son hey, looks, looks fine. Like a normal little kid. Yeah, but... normal little kid. But but Nick Cage is, is he's holding him. He he looks like he's like a, a like a character from a movie about a, a thing that kidnaps kids. Like he looks like he's. I was just gonna say he looks like he's going to sell this orphan. Yes, <laughs> yes. From, it looks like he's going store to store yeah, to try to yeah. sell. <laughs> And what we'll do is, yeah, or he just my, bought it. And you're you going to love living in my house. If you guys are listening to the episode, we're sorry we're doing a visual thing, but if you go to my Instagram at Shawnee Time, uh, and I'll, I'll post it on the, the DYM one as well after the episode, uh, after we film this, um, tape this, uh, you'll see you'll see Nicholas Cage and his son just walking down the street. I don't even know where they are either. Like they just look like they. It, 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 it looks like, like a, it looks like he's filming a movie about like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang too. Like it's like this thing where. Because that in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, which is this old Disney movie, there was a scary guy who looked like that that was like kidnapping the kids. Yeah, yeah. God, it's so He's funny to me. He's a nut. But what, but the but but the last thing that I want to talk about, which I think we have enough time to do this, yeah, is um, yeah, we got time. Um, somebody, a friend of mine, brought up on the comments when I posted that on Instagram. <laughs> she goes. It makes you think. What? Who would win the weird? The weird uh, off. The, they had a weird show off between Nicolas Cage and uh, Mickey Rourke. Oh, they, there's Chitty Bang. Look, dude, look, dude, look. Thanks, Mike. Look, that's the guy from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang with the kids <laughs> and the thing. Oh my God! Yes, that's. Oh my! I should have put that next that's to the Nicolas hilarious. Cage photo. That's horrifying. That's so freaking funny. I'll put that next to the Nicolas Cage photo on the DYM. Oh my that's God! Gonna, that shivers down my spine. Yeah. What that photo? That photo. Yeah. Have you, that means you watched the movie when you were a kid. Um, just between Mickey Rourke and Nick Cage. 
No, no, I'm saying, did you watch Chitty Chitty Bang Bang when you were? A I kid? don't remember it, but that really it scared makes, me. <laughs> but if it, that's if that scared you, it, it was it's a really freaky movie. Yeah. Yeah. So between those two, who would win the I'm crazy as fuck uh, showdown? Uh, the crazy as fuck or craziest fuck in bed? The crazy. I, the, who's the, who's weirder, Nicolas Cage or um, Mickey Rourke? And I I would have to say leaning toward Cage. Yeah, I think it's probably it's got to be Cage because Mickey Rourke did a whole bunch of weird shit. But like, yeah, he just like wanted to become a boxer and then got some bad plastic surgery. Yeah, uh, I feel like he tried to make a comeback in the normal world well, he, again. Well, he did when he did the wrestler. He was like coming back, and then he did yeah. uh, Iron Man two or whatever that was, or Iron Man three. Yeah, I, I so I got to give Cage this one. But they but, both uh, they both wear like weird clothes, so I don't know if you can bring them up. Like the Mickey Work will wear like like fur, like just fur vests and stuff like that, like and just randomly. Uh, so he's kind of weird that way. But like, yeah, overall, Nicolas Cage. I feel like because Nicolas Cage bought like he bought. Well, I, oh man, I can't remember the detail, but I think he bought like some. I was reading an article about him, and he and he he didn't even he didn't get rid of it when he went broke. He bought some like like nine hundred pound Egyptian head or something for his. <laughs> <laughs> to his to his mansion or whatever it was. So apparently now the way that Nicolas Cage is like they call him the million dollar man because like if you give him a million dollars he'll just do your movie like whatever movies pop yeah, up yeah, like yeah. he'll just do because he's trying to pay back. All. I think he might be out of hawk already with the IRS. I don't know what his deal <laughs> is, but I, I know he was broke. So like that kind of made him more. I think just lose his mind a little bit. So then he was yeah. doing these doing these weird movies. And then if you as far as acting goes, it's like he's out of his mind. Like if you watch it's a great movie. You watch Mandy. He is wow. Amazing. He is it's an amazing movie, but he is crazy in it. He's there's <laughs> yeah. there's some fucking scenes going on there. Yeah. There's uh you know, we all know the normal crazy actors throughout the years, you know, Busey and uh Sean Young and uh there's a bunch of eccentrics. I have a story about Busey too, because Busey is a lunatic. And uh, Busey again a motorcycle accident. And yes, that he did. That's, I think so that's that why did, he's he like hit that. his head. Like that yeah. doesn't help. But I think he's still crazy to be. I think with. he was always known for being that way. Yeah, I think even before the accident, but I don't know for sure. But post accident, my sister has a great story about how she was out in L.A. once for work before she lived there, because she lived there for a while. Like I said, she just moved back to New York after like yeah. fifteen years. But prior to that. She worked where she would have to go travel. She dated Gary Busey. She dated Gary Busey. Um, she would have to travel to L.A. So one time she was somewhere in L.A. that she got kind of lost. She didn't know where she was going. She's back on the 495 or the, or the 405, and she's she's lost. She's trying to get back to L.A. proper. She can't figure it out, right? Mm-hmm. Then out of nowhere, she sees in a convertible, she sees Gary Busey driving <laughs> like all erratically and stuff. So she right. goes, well, it's Gary Busey. I'm sure he's going back to L.A. So she goes, I'll just follow him. So oh, hilarious. She follows him and he's he's driving like a lunatic. She's like, what the hell's going on? But then she's like, oh, I guess it's Gary Busey. So yeah, that's, that's the last person you follow. That's what, that's what you'd think, right? But <laughs> at one point they get to like a light or a toll or something. And he pulls right aside her and goes, <laughs> he goes, he looks at her and points at her and goes, if you got a camera in there, I'll fucking kill you. And they just drive. Uh. <laughs> He thought she was like paparazzi following. Yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense, but it's like, yeah, she wasn't. She was like a twenty-five-year-old girl that was on a you know. That's funny. A freaking trip. He went through the toll and tried to pay with a pickle. (laughs) (laughs) 
like Gary Busey just gave me this canister of jam for some reason. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, he's yeah, you could, you're right. Who would win the like the tournament of crazy fucking actors? Because then you could you could yeah. put like or crazy famous people, you could put Michael Jackson in there. Sure, is that, sure. But now you've you've got a whole new generation of crazy too. Like wait, is that the LeBlue? thing that Nicolas Cage had? Oh, is that God. what that is? Uh, yes, he bought a pet octopus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the pygmy heads does it say uh, oh, oh yeah the pyramid yeah uh, oh that's his yeah yeah oh then he bought the, 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 the one, first superman, superman. yeah uh, tyrannus oh, t-rex bones yeah guy you went a little crazy with your money that's he insane nicholas cage might be an alien he might be a straight-up alien Maybe. that doesn't know like if you're an alien and you didn't know that you're not supposed to spend money on those things, you would just be like, oh, and and you were given multi million dollars, you'd just be like, oh, I'll just buy a a, a dinosaur skeleton. What's the yeah. big deal about that? So I know we got to get out of here soon, but I wanted to tell you, uh, I watched maybe my top three movies of 2020 so far. Hard to find new movies in 2020, obviously because of the circumstances. Yes. Yeah. But I was at home at my mom's house watching uh, a movie I found on demand, and I really loved it. It was called The Nest. Have you heard of it, Shawnee? No, I have not. Bush, bring up the poster for it if you can, just so he can have a reference point. But it's directed by Sean Durkin, uh, the same guy who wrote and directed Martha Marcy May Marlene. Which, which I also didn't see. Great, great Elizabeth Olsen, the, the normal Olsen yeah sister the best actor out of the olsen sister <laughs> yeah which, which she is very good yeah um yeah. but like a uh, very very weird cult uh kind of movie uh, about a cult not i shouldn't say cult classic um the nest was jude law and carrie coon and phenomenal performances hmm. really good it's a slow burner but it doesn't it didn't affect me at all so basically, it takes place in the early 80s, and uh, Carrie Coon is married to this English guy, and they live in the States, and uh, he gets this job opportunity to move back to London, and basically, uh, he's like a finance trader type of guy, and they move into this big English mansion, and you think it's going to be like this haunted house kind of thriller, yeah, but it's more about the families kind of just tearing themselves apart, and I'm oh. telling you, like... Carrie Coon is fantastic. She is an amazing actress, dude. Really? I love The Leftovers, which she was in. Um, yeah, she's great. She's absolutely she was in a, yeah. one of the seasons of Fargo. And I'm telling you, Jude Law, really, I'm like a career-defining performance, I think. Just a really? fantastic, good, under-the-radar movie. I couldn't recommend it more. It's Fiori's five-star flick of the week. So is that my homework? I have to watch The Nest? Uh, so you, I don't, I don't want to make it a homework assignment. I just think you would enjoy the film. I will. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I, if uh, now is it stri- what is it streaming on? It was a purchase. I bought it for like five bucks. Oh, five look at this! Look at money bags during the quarantine. <laughs> or should I say, Marianne Fiore purchased it? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. It's, so you, the nest, and then you had two other ones. In top top twenty of uh, no, no. Oh, I just think it's. Yeah, I loved the hunt. Uh, the hunt's great. Yeah, the hunt's great. Um, it's just, uh, 
Uh, yeah, I don't even know which movies came out in 2020. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, mean? I know it's hard to tell. One thing I wanted to bring up, I will, I'll definitely check out the Nest because she great. is Carrie Coons is great, and she's also one. I, I one of those people you hope get like you're glad that's working because yes. you hope they get big because they're such a great character actor, and then they become bigger from that. You know what the, I'm saying? The like whole fam, the whole cast is good. They have these two younger actors, Charlie Shotwell, and I hope I'm saying her name right. It's like Una Roach. Um, really, just a, a great film. Overall. I'm going to ch- check it out. I'm going to definitely bottom. check it out. Uh, did you see, I just saw a quick headline of this, but uh, that Warner Brothers, you see what they're going to do? No. They're putting like all their 2021 or, or for the next, whatever amount of times, slate of movies, they're they're releasing them on HBO Max. Including in, um, so, Warner Brothers. But, so Warner Brothers is going to put their, their whole Slate of movies, I think, wow. for the next either year or six months, they're going to put on um, HBO Fantastic. Max, including um, Dune and uh, and Those stuff they were going to release. And Matrix Four. And Matrix Four. Wow. But Matrix Four is going to be on HBO Max instead of being in th- which is like, oh, man. It's like bittersweet because I'm like, oh, it'll be really easy to watch. Yeah. But I'm also like, man, is this like the death of the movie theater? Is this at the point uh, now where it's like where it's just done and like that's I don't be know. Uh, it's I, going to be hard. I think there's too much money involved in theatrical releases for them yeah. to ever go away. Maybe like the art house theater, maybe like individual movie theaters you love might go away because those are hard to sustain. But I still think there's too much money being made in ticket sales and theatrical releases for them to ever go away. So yeah. I think you're okay. But I, I think, think you're gonna be okay on this one. <laughs> you're gonna be okay. <laughs> you're goddamn words. You're gonna be okay. Uh, I, I think it's it's gonna, Larry. <laughs> okay, Larry. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be a. Uh, they're gonna take a huge hit. I should. By say. the way, another very complimentary thing toward you today. Thank you. I was telling my friends from college about your reservoir dogs theory at the beginning and it's blowing people's minds bro <laughs> I, it's one of the greatest things i would said so uh just what's the word perceptive of you thank you so much it well, really is a great great theory that i've never heard i've never heard anybody else have that it only you want to reiterate it it only took me 24 years to realize it <laughs> well yeah but I, I, nobody else did so, so the theory, which, yeah, I, 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 I think this is, it's gotta be on purpose. It has to right? be. It's it genius. To so in the, um, uh, in the opening scene of Reservoir Dogs, if you haven't heard of the podcast, the already, we're talking scene. about it once the famous diner scene, dick, 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 um, dick, dick, dick. remember when Steve Buscemi does not put in his dollar because then he gives the speech about not tipping. Now, yes. when big, when, when Joe comes over and he says, well, there's only X amount of dollars in here. Who didn't put in? Mr. Orange is the one who says, Mr. Pink. And he goes, Mr. Pink, why not? He goes, you don't tip. You don't tip. Why not? You don't believe in it. You, shut up, you. Put a dollar in, you cheap, whatever it is. My yeah. theory is that it's he's the only one speaking up because the rest of them are criminals and they don't rat on people. And they Mr. don't rat. Orange, it was supposed to be. He has no a, problem doing it. It was supposed to be a hint that Mr. Orange is the cop because, which you don't know at this point in the movie, right? It's the no, no. Yeah. And um, genius. Yeah, and so he, you're supposed to. Looking back on it, you realize he's uh, he's giving it up because he has no problem telling on him because he doesn't have that mentality that a that a thief would have or a thing. Brilliant, yeah. <laughs> brilliant, my brilliant work, my friend. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate you it. Written yeah. a thesis in film school on that. 
and I really did. I I thought of that myself, and I told Andy, and he loved the idea. I told other couple people that are into movies, and they were like, "Yeah, hundred percent." Now I'm sure it's online somewhere. I just never saw that ever. I've said. never heard. And it. I've watched things about Reservoir Dogs on Me YouTube too. and all that. So uh, I'm I'm sure it's been said at some point, but but I never saw it before. I before I said that. That's some and, good and, work, right there. And it also shows you, like, when people people, I think now what happens with Tarantino is he is getting. A flack now, you know, he, he always kind of did, you know, he's not known as being the greatest person sometimes. And, you know, I think the issues here and there, and then the whole, the thing with Django Unchained and him using the N word in his movies and people having a problem with that. And then people, but then I feel like now there's been this general thing about him being like, Oh, he's overrated. And I'm like, he's really not. Like, the guy knows movies and then, and then stuff like that, where it's so nuanced in these, in these scripts and in these movies is like, yeah, that's just a pretty brilliant move on his part to do shit exactly. like that, where it's like, you're going to pick that up later. If you, watched this a few yeah. times you know yeah absolutely so yeah and then i've watched that movie uh probably 30 fucking times i don't even know how many times i watched that movie no. but and i was like obsessed with him when i was like in high school when, he, when that came out i remember my dad saw reservoir dogs in the theater i think i told you that and then and then my dad you know great parent he goes oh he's gonna have another one coming out called pulp fiction we'll go see it and i was like 15 <laughs> and i was like all right i'm gonna go see an snm rape scene okay it sounds good to me yeah, but that was okay. I saw it twice in the theater. Oh, it, it got me. I, I I saw it with my dad, and I remember being like freaked out. Oh uh, yeah, thing. with your dad, it's weird. In general, I don't. I didn't know that existed when I was. Maybe I was just a naive young angel boy. <laughs> I was an angel faced young boy. Why are they wrestling like that, Daddy? They're having gay male sex, son. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, it's like grow up. It's BDSM. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah, that that movie is you know such a legendary you know, movie, <clears throat> even me. though it is derived from that uh, the what is it the Infernal Affairs whatever it is. Well, all great ideas have to be inspired somehow. Yeah, that's what they said. What's the quote? Didn't you say that quote at the time? <laughs> it's like like um something like something about a light. <laughs> like, no, so <laughs> something about a way. <laughs> <laughs> where did you get it from star trek 2 oh no what was it <laughs> wrath of con Not right. yeah the wrath of con now, i know george will tell you search for spots is better pick here <laughs> <laughs> all right we gotta get the hell out of here yeah let's break out of here that's uh, inside baseball stuff remember right folks please 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 subscribe rate and review to the podcast it's uh we we are on instagram and we're on um twitter as well at the dym podcast on both both uh apps make sure there you go right there at the dym podcast on instagram add us we post stuff from the show i've been put every once in a while i have an idea for a, a, a film video to, to mash together that i can edit on my phone you know I'm, oh. i, I want to learn real editing apps so i can do more videos yeah, so um follow us message us let us know what you think of the podcast make sure you subscribe rate and review it's very important make sure you follow andy he's at andy fiori on on instagram and twitter and uh also myself i'm at shawnee time on instagram and twitter and and andrew fiori has a show on sirius what is it called andy it's called the raw report is on thursdays at 4 p.m on sirius xm raw dog raw dog 99 as if you're on the channel tune in 24 hours earlier at 4 <laughs> yes. p.m on wednesdays for sean donnelly's show celebrate that's yeah. Good run of shows there, pal. You got some really good guests. We're doing good. We're doing good. So we got a bunch. We got Gullman coming up. We got a whole bunch of Ooh. stuff. Um, and we're really Big excited. About it. Thank you. you so much to Michael Mushy Michael for Thanks, uh, for helping us out. And we'll see you guys next week, right, Andy? That's true. See you then. Bye bye. <laughs>